Boom. What up, G? What's going on, my man? Not much. Happy Wednesday. And uh, it is the Sports on Tap podcast with uh, your two brothers here. Me, Sammy on tap. And me, George on tap, a.k.a. George Georgeur, a.k.a. Older Bro, a.k.a. I have no more a.k.a.s, bro. A.k.a. the Syrian Stallion. <laughs> Syrian Stallion, my ass. <laughs> you like that one? I do Syrian like Stallion. it. Man. The Syrian Prince. I guess we prince both would be it. Prince if you are, Charming. If you're a prince, I would technically be a prince as well. That's how it works, I guess. Yeah, something In like those that. countries. Today is a big day because it is NFL football week, you know, AFC, NFC championship week with only three games left in the football season, which feels a little, a little odd, a little odd, but it is what it is. We have to deal with it and we have to live life and enjoy football and uh, enjoy the time we have with it, George. It's an emotional like moment. It. You got to live life. Enjoy football. Uh, what's that sign people have? Live, laugh, and love. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, we we that we just started selling the t-shirts. Live, laugh, football. Live, laugh, football. Well, doesn't really, it doesn't make as much sense, but live, laugh, and enjoy football. Love football, whatever you want to call it. Live, laugh, watch football. It, pretty much, watch football as much as you can while it's here. It's it's just a life saying, bro. So, live life, do the good things you can in life. Enjoy the good things while you're still on this earth. And we're doing that with football today. We're going to talk about. A lot of different football topics. And we're going to start by, obviously, we all know it's Philly versus San Fran. And it's Kansas City versus Cincinnati. We're going to break down some of these cities, George, as rankings before we even talk about the games. Um, let's see who would win based on just the quality of city. Now, let me preface this. I know I don't think either one of us have been to Cincy or KC. <laughs> Never have, no. So these are a lot of guesses. But we're going to start with Philly, San Francisco. Cities that uh, have been attended. And uh, we're going to break down by city activities, food, people, weather, and fun. So a lot of these are bullshit because we don't know the real answers. We haven't lived there. Um, but just guessing. Which cities would win, George? We're going to do Philly versus San Fran. We'll start with city activities. City activities. Philly versus San Fran. All right. This one. This one's easy for me, man. You got the Golden Gate Bridge. You got uh, you know Fisherman's Wharf. No offense to Philly, but I only thing I know about Philly is where like Rocky ran up the fucking stairs and the Liberty Bell. I, I think this one's easy. Activities wise, it got to be San Francisco. I'm going to give it to San Francisco as well, just because at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of activities from Philly are more like, you know, going and getting a Philly cheesesteak in Philly, which would be more food. And like you can go getting on, to next. You can go to the water in Philly, but it's also usually freezing, which is part of the weather conversation and i feel like the advantage to these like east cities when you talk about boston or philly or other places one of the advantages like if you live there not if you're visiting is that it's super close to you know train rides or drives to new york and different other east coast cities but as a vacation that's not really something i'm considering how close is it to other cities that i can drive to or yeah, proximity to? is not one of our uh qualifications yeah. here well, it is if we're talking about cities to live in activities, but not right. cities activities just verse each other. So it's got to be Philly. And I think the easiest one, well, it's not easy. Some people would argue this, but the next one is food. You said city activities has to be Philly. You meant San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Sorry. Okay. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. I think this one's easy. I mean, Philly cheesesteak. Let's let's move on. But even though San yeah. Francisco is home of the sourdough bread, which is a great bread. Uh, well, San Francisco is actually a decent food city. Now, I think it was probably a better food city pre-tech world taking over San Francisco. So that's something you also have to con- consider. But Philly cheesesteak takes takes the, the win. I mean, they have something that's called after the city. No one says... Try the San Francisco cheesesteak. By the way, by the way, underrated in Philly, Sammy. No one like when people think of Philly food, Philadelphia cream cheese. Also, I mean that's a name. It's a brand. It's It's a brand exactly. That's a little different than food in the city. I think they. I wonder. Does that mean they invented cream cheese? I'm not sure, but yeah, they win the food. I don't know. It's it's Philly cheesesteak. People. Okay, (laughs) the people breakdown between Philly. In San Francisco, uh, Philly people like no offense to anyone listening from Philly. You guys are assholes. That's what you're known for as sports fans. I don't know as people. Sammy once got in a fight, almost got in a fight with a Philly fan. San Francisco people, however, are just tech bros. They're not even from San Francisco. Uh, I'm giving the edge to Philly. I kind of like their grind a little bit more. I'm going. I'm going Philly. I prefer um, blue collar city people than the tech vibes. We're from Seattle. We there's a lot like. Like I'm at Seattle on steroids of like tech people and like a lot of Karens would be San Francisco. So I'm going with Philly easy. Not even a question. I like the vibes of like East coast people don't really, they're not catering to other people. Just go do your own thing. Um, we're going to do weather, but I'm going to flip us on the screen, George. It's really bothering me that you're under my name and I'm under your name. I don't, it's been bothering me. So I'm going to flip us. <laughs> Makes kind of sense, man. All right. I flipped us. I, I I didn't like that we were on different names. It was bothering I, me. I could see why that would bother someone. And I'm like, all right, if somebody I actually, you know, wanted to check us out sometime and they're searching, they're like, I don't know if this is the right guy. Yeah. We're doing weather next. All right. I mean, Sam, I mean, Philadelphia East Coast weather is not as good as San Francisco. Well, San Francisco is not really the greatest weather. It's a lot colder. It's not like LA, California. It it's a little more cold, but there's sunshine. That didn't even need the explanation. It's 60 degrees or 70 degrees every day in San Francisco. It's San Francisco. Not even a question. Fun. That's the same as activity. I don't know why you put city activities in fun. Oh, oh no. Fun. No, no, no. Fun to me. Remember, I was, uh, I, I should have labeled this a little bit different. Fun means like, where's it more fun to go out? Like Miami is way more fun. They might not have like less like tourist activities, but like fun, bar scene, drinking, things like that, that type of fun. I don't know. I don't really love the city of San Francisco, so I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Yeah, I feel like they have a better bar scene. I'm going. Yeah, like San Francisco, I feel like used to, but it's a lot of techie. There's not like the guy to girl ratio is not very good out there. Well-known thing. Um, AKA more guys, less girls. Uh, You got to go with. Got to go with Philly. So I agree. I think that's three to two. Philly. Philly. All right. Philadelphia wins, goes to the Super Bowl. Philadelphia goes to the world based off city rankings. What now to actually, the game. <laughs> yeah, what do you actually think is the question? Yeah, um, I like San Francisco in this game, man. Uh, I, I do. I, this bro- There's no way the Brock Purdy story ends in San Francisco not making the Super Bowl. I just feel like it's like the perfect script that the, Mr. Irrelevant goes to the Super Bowl and all week long – all week long, basically. That's all we hear about on Super Bowl Sunday. Like, Mr. Irrelevant. And, you know, ESPN, CBS will have those, like, you know, sappy stories. And, like, oh, my God, Brock Purdy, blah, blah, blah. That's how I feel. 
I want to say Philadelphia more than I really want to say San Francisco because I'm just at the point where, I mean, does Brock Purdy got to lose a game at some point? And realistically, and I, I'm saying this is like, this is beyond Tom Brady level, right? Of like unbelievableness in your first season. He's eight and oh now. This would be nine and oh to win the Super Bowl. He'd have to be 10 and oh. I just feel like at some point the guy's got to lose, right? At some point in a season, like, We've never had, we've literally never had somebody walk in, go 10 to no straight to a Super Bowl uh, as Mr. Irrelevant to the last pick in the draft. So uh, I kind of feel like that's going to, he's going to lose in the Super Bowl. That's where it's going to end. And then it's like, you know, all next year is that comeback story. Can he finally, will he win a Super Bowl after losing his? That's how I feel. But you know, um, you can say the same about Jalen Hurts. There's a big comeback story there. Yeah, this is so different. He's played, he played last year. I'm talking about like this guy's literally won. 10 games, not eight games in a row. And he was Mr. Irrelevant. He's the third string quarterback of the team. And he hasn't lost since he came in, including playoffs. I mean, Jalen Hurts. Pretty, pretty remarkable. Jalen Hurts is the best. He's the fucking Heisman Trophy winner. And, you know. Hurts played, never won the Heisman. You know what I mean? Like, he's a, yeah. he was a top three player in college football for three years. He played for Oklahoma in the playoffs. He played for Alabama in the playoffs. Like, Jalen Hurts is like. I don't know, like Trevor Lawrence succeeding. It's like, okay, like the guy, I know he's a later draft pick, but it's like, oh, one of the best college football players we've ever seen for like five years. Like, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was just saying that because, you know, he lost his job in college. You can go with that, right? He, he got benched for two in the national championship game. Um, and then, you know, Alabama got rid of him basically. <laughs> so that's where my uh, thing I, is with him. I'm going to pump the brakes on comeback stories that include a guy. I put that in quotes for those listening on the podcast. We're also live on YouTube, by the way, at the sports on tap. If you ever want to watch live on YouTube during these podcasts, but I'm going to put comeback story in quotes because I would not consider a comeback story. A guy that I guess technically got benched in the national championship game after he got them there um, for the number one team in the nation. And then I ended up transferring and being the starting quarterback for the, what was, what was Oklahoma the next year? Third. I think they made the playoffs. They yeah. got killed in the playoffs, but transferred to be the starting quarterback of the fourth best team in the nation. So like, okay, that's fair. If it was anybody, but like a Tua, Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. There's maybe only a couple other names that you could put. Jalen hurts was the starter for the, like he was like the second or third best quarterback in college football. So it was just unfortunate that a guy like Tua was the one behind him and he played a bad first half, played a good first half. He would have, stayed in the game. So for me, I don't consider Jalen Hurts a comeback story, but I will give you this. I'll call him for the NFL. I'll give it an underdog story because including myself, I didn't really think he was going to be the best, you know, like underdog, underdog, underdog. That was the word better than comeback underdog story. That's yeah, I was I like, he didn't really come back for me. Yeah. He's an underdog story was Jalen Hurts. And now he's Michael Jordan, according to his coach, which is kind of cool. Him and Deshaun Watson both have been now named after Michael Jordan by their coaches. Yeah. But, the Jalen Hurts one, like the way the dude plays, I actually can like see. I can understand where a coach is coming from. Like he puts the team on his back, and like the guy has been once again. Like let's stop ignoring how good Jalen Hurts actually is, because I feel like it gets ignored a little bit, right? Like the yeah. guy is. I'm not gonna say he's like a top ten college football player of all time, but like over these last what, let's say 10, 15 years. He's probably one of the better college football players or quarterbacks like we've seen over the last, you know, in the, in the 2010s era, like yeah. he was an extremely high quality quarterback and he was a second round pick. So like he wasn't, he also wasn't like Brock Purdy, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant. He was, you know, 
he played four straight years in college, like making SEC player of the he was SEC player of the year his freshman year, which is pretty like <laughs> hard to do. So for me, Jalen Hurts, I think it's kind of like overlooked right now. And I've been doing it too. Like I was thinking, man, this is their first playoff run. You know that shit. Like when it's the first playoff run, sometimes second in the NFL, run, but yeah, sort of. What they lost in the first round last year? Yeah, I mean, I guess their second trip to the playoffs. I guess that's when people say it's not their first. Like they had experience coming in. I guess is what my point is. I said run playoff run. I mean, okay. like I wouldn't consider what the Seahawks had this year a playoff run after losing to in the first round, I say they made the playoffs, but I'm saying like they haven't had a playoff run yet. That's why like I have the theory, which we'll get to with the Bengals, which is, you know, they kind of had their full run to the Super Bowl, the loss in the Super Bowl. And now it's like the obvious next steps winning. I, I don't know. You, you got me off track because I had nothing to do with it. I'm not saying that I think Philly's going to win, but I'm just saying they haven't had a Super Bowl run, This which is why I feel like they're kind of underplayed. I, I still, I don't know who I trust more in this game, Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts. I'd probably have to lean Jalen Hurts. That's where I'm kind of going with this. I'd, ho- I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, it's in general. I feel yeah. like we're getting, he's getting kind of, what was the word we used? Underdog, overlooked. He's kind of the underdog again for no reason. Like, I, I don't think, and I, obviously San Francisco's roster is fucking stacked. But he is an underdog, I feel like, for almost no reason. Again, like as a quarterback matchup even. Yeah. Like everyone loves Brock Purdy, but like, I, I don't know how Brock Purdy's gonna. Like, there's got to be a game where he comes down to earth a little bit. <laughs> he did last week, but like a little bit. I guess, but he's just so poised, and he has so many weapons. It's hard. Like, it's not like he's being asked to do too much. Um, Jalen Hurts, though, just real one last thing I want to say about Hurts, even though he has been doubted a lot. You're right, and he is kind of that underdog story more than than uh, I mean, both quarterbacks, I guess, are underdog story in a way you can make it. But man, he's the most likable interview I've heard of any any player in a really long time. Like, I don't know if anyone listens to Jalen Hurts speak and is like, yeah, I don't really like that guy. Like, he's so charismatic. Yeah, yeah no, he's the man. Yeah, uh, he's, he's like- totally the man. He, you, you can tell why teammates would probably rally around a guy like him, and you can see why he, uh, he's been successful. And I, and I feel like you even saw that Alabama, even when he got benched, he was like that guy. I remember that. I remember that game specifically. It was against Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he got benched. I remember him like being pumped on the sideline, like hugging Tua when he made a big throw. He wasn't that dude that was like, "I got benched. I'm gonna throw my pads on the ground and mope around." Right? He continue to support his team. And I think after when he transferred, even he said, you know, coach Saban just had to make a decision and it's a business and I'm a grown man. Like I just respect the maturity. Uh, he's a great quote, great interview always kind of like gets you pumped up. And I will say they are favorites. So I keep saying the yeah. word underdog. I just double check, but they are favorites in this They're game. Two and, and a half two and a half. Yeah. At home. So I guess when I say underdog, I'm probably talking more about the media, what like a lot of people think. Cause I know, you know, the media, a lot of football gurus, so to say, love San Francisco, right? Like, because I they do. have the weapons, <laughs> they have the, they have everything about it that makes sense to be a good football team. But I'm leaning Eagles. My, my final decision, my final word is I'm going to go Eagles at home. I think this is definitely. In this, it's gonna be. It almost sounds like a stupid sentence, George, because every game moving forward is gonna be the biggest game of his career. But like, this is the toughest environment that Brock Purdy is gonna go into in mm-hmm. Philly in the cold winter to the Super Bowl. And I know he's played in other big games, aka last week and the week before. 
Um, and Iowa State. Yeah, <laughs> big Iowa State games. But he legitimately, like, this is about as hard as it gets, right? In Philly, winner to the NFC Championship. I mean, I don't know if there's many other teams in the NFC you would say is a tougher place to go play on the road for a winner to the Super Bowl game. Seattle. Maybe the Seattle people are nice. So it might be louder, but I'm saying tougher. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I, I think I, I'm not really worried about Brock Purdy and what he does. I'm more worried about that team is so stacked in San Francisco. Jalen Hurts' shoulder is not 100%. Um, and if there's a team that can stop a Philadelphia is physical, physical as shit. And if there's one physical team in the NFL that can be out physical Philadelphia, that's the San Francisco 49ers. As a Seahawks fan, I will be rooting for the um, Philadelphia Eagles to make the Super Bowl. But I think the San Francisco 49ers are returning to the Super Bowl. I know. Dude, it's going to be the Eagles. You know, okay, I just thought I about mean, it more. It's 50-50, there, so. The, you're still so, you're so confident in, about that. Like yeah, they're playing, no, they're, not. <laughs> they're playing in Philadelphia. Like there's no way Brock Purdy. Like there's just I just can't see Brock Purdy going into Philadelphia and winning this game to go to the Super Bowl. There's just something about it. And when you talk about the talent, George, I think you're ignoring that the Eagles might have even more talent. Oh, they have so much talent, of course. Man. I think that's that. being ignored. Like well, we're talking about. I saw Colin Coward make this list out of their top ten players for this game. I'll tell you who they are. I got a plug in my computer. I have the wrong plug. Give me a second. No worries. Um, the wrong plug. I wonder what. Oh, his computer might run out of batteries. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. The top ten players. I, I'm gonna try to take a couple guesses here while Sammy gets his computer. The best player in this game has to be. Hmm. I might go Fred Warner. As the best player in this uh, game, on the top 10. really? On their list, yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, who's number one? Christian McCaffrey? Mm, no. Number one, Nick Bosa. Oh yeah, Nick. Okay, I don't know. That's I don't know. Okay, keep going. Number two is Trent Williams. Okay. Oh so it's yeah. Two, it's back to back. Forty uh, Nineers guy. The next four guys are on the Eagles: Jason Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Lane Johnson. Okay. Lane Johnson hasn't given up a sack this year. Fun fact. Okay. No, sorry. Fred Warner's on there. Number seven is Fred Warner. Number eight, McCaffrey. Number nine, Kittle. Number 10, Darius Slay. Deville Samuel's not even on the list. You didn't even make Deville Samuel. I mean, this is just two stacked teams, man. Sometimes you, we, we, we ignore like how important it is like to stack a team. We always talk. I guess it's different, right? The NFC is about the stack teams. The AFCs are about the AFCs about the quarterbacks. It is. Honestly, it's that, that's very true because um, these NFC teams are absolutely stacked. We're talking about like, think, think about how stacked this is like on the 49er side. They ignored Debo Samuel, Dave, Debo Samuel on their top 10 list. Boso, Trent Williams, Fred Warner, McCaffrey, George Kittle, those five players in themselves. And that's ignoring Debo with the Philly side, Jason Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Lane Johnson, Darius Slade. That's not including like Devontae Smith and Miles Sanders. Right. Both these teams are stacked with talent. And this is why, but I'm the only reason I think they're pretty evenly stacked with talent. The mm -hmm. only reason I'm saying I'm going Philly and it's only one reason I'm just going to safely take the home team. 
as my okay. like as my guess and i'm rooting for them because as a seahawks fan i oh yeah i'm rooting for the eagles don't see the 49ers I'm the, win again i'm picking the 49ers to win this game and go to the super bowl don't like your pick, sir. Uh, like your it's pick. okay. Yeah, you know you don't have to. I could be wrong. It's about 50-50. Technically, it's probably about like 55-45, considering yeah. the Eagles are favorites. But all right, Mr. You know. Technical, but okay. It's technical. You're the one who yelled <laughs> out 2.2 and a half. You're the one who got all excited when I was saying, I think the spread is and you got oh, all excited. I, well, I, th- oh, I thought you were guessing because I had the spread in front of me. I was looking at it. I know, but I'm just saying you're Mr. Excited about the spread. So you're the t- Mr. Technical, actually, because it was two and a half. And uh, that's towards the Eagles. And we're we're Fly Eagle Fly today, dude. You know what? Screw it. Fly Eagles Fly. That's my new team. New team. I'm, I'm all about bandwagons, George. Here's the thing. When my team's out, is there anything better than being a bandwagon for a certain team? There's no better feeling than like attaching your emotions to a team that's way better than your team. And just uh, feeling good about it. Honestly, bandwagon fans are the best because at the end of the day, really, if you think about it, like, okay, um, let's have a team we can root for all the time. So that's why, like, for example, our dad always like the Patriots, the Bulls, the Lakers, the Yankees. He always has someone in the mix. Like, if you're going to be a Cleveland Browns fan your whole life and never jump on a bandwagon, you're never going to watch a playoff game. You watch, like, two in your whole life. So I'm with the bandwagon. Well, I mean, you could be a Cleveland Browns bandwagon when they were made the playoffs a couple of years ago. So technically, I, ju- I, I think there's two types of bandwagons. You got our dad, who is the type of guy that just picks the Yankees, Patriots, Warriors type of guy. Or you got me, who says my Seahawks are out. I'm just going to pick one of these four remaining teams at the end of the season. Don't, I'm not even starting at the beginning with the stack teams. I'm just going, my team's out. Who do I really like right now? I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is probably my team, actually. The Bengals are probably my team left in this playoffs. But for this game, it's fly, Eagles fly. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I know we all love Joe Burrow. Everyone, everyone the meat riding for, uh, for Joe Burrow everywhere has been a little much, including ourselves. But the guy's just so cool. So That's why I'm worried about the Bengals this week against the Chiefs. But just the amount of love Joe Burrow gets. Mm-hmm. As and I it makes said, me... on Twitter, all you see is, Everyone meet riding Joe Burrow. It's like it, it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried about that. Um, <laughs> like really worried about it. Even though I'm probably gonna end up picking Cincy, but because fuck it. But like I am actually worried about how much like love Joe Burrow's getting and how much disrespect Patrick Mahomes is getting. Yeah, we'll get to that here. Yeah. In about five seconds. Let's do our city rankings. We had Philadelphia beating San Francisco as the city rankings. Let's do. Kansas City versus Cincinnati. Uh, what was it? Let me preface this. I said at the beginning of the podcast, we've never been oh, to yeah. either city. These are absolute guesses. In the comments, if you want to bitch about it, bitch about it because we haven't been to these cities. We're going to start with city activities. Cincinnati or Kansas City? It has to be, has to be, has to be under every circumstance, Kansas City. Here's the thing, Sammy. I did my research. Uh, just like a lot of people, Aaron Rodgers did his research on the vaccine. Kyrie Irving did his research on the vaccine. I did my research about Kansas City. Weird example, but continue. Uh, <laughs> did you know that Kansas City has more fountains than anywhere in the world? Anywhere, in yeah, I do know that. It's the most in the U.S. Go ahead, but yeah, yeah. Mo- no, second most in the world after Rome. Okay, fountains. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that on the internet before. Okay, they fountains. Have a lot of, There's a city a of fountains. I think if you type in city of fountains, it, Kansas City comes up. Yeah. So now that explains to people why the Royals have a fountain in center field. Yes. Yeah. Well, fun fact. That's why the Royals have the fountain in center field. That is a good fun fact. That's a great fun fact. 
Well, you have the Cincinnati Zoo, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm just going to give you the fountain thing. I don't know. I've never been to these cities. Let's go food. This is the easy one. We're going KC because of the barbecue. There's no argument, right? For cities we've never been to. Yeah, there's zero argument there. They say it's the best smelling tailgate in the world is Kansas City. Um, but I do want to point out, uh, I did find out chili is like the big food in Cincinnati. And they're known for having like the best chili in the country. Chili is a good food, but it's not barbecue. Thank you so much for that information, George. It's Kansas City barbecue for the win. Okay, the people. Midwest people are all nice. You know, I'm going to go with, for this one, I'm just going to go off fan bases. Okay. And I'm going to pick Cincinnati because their colors are orange, which is a little more light, vibrant, exciting. Red's a little more, you know, intimidating. Um, And they haven't won much. And I feel like Casey's now getting a little cocky every year. You got Jason Kelsey's a little cocky. Mahomes a little cocky. So I'm just going to go side with the people of Cincinnati because I'm rooting for them. So I'm going to give people to Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, this he's not from Kansas City, but Jackson Mahomes is in Kansas City. So that's just like his 25 minus points for Kansas City. So uh, Cincinnati wins. All right. There it is. Weather. <laughs> Are they both shit? I don't know if they're shit. I think Cincinnati is way worse than Kansas City weather. Is I don't it? Think I don't think Kansas City is like as bad as Cincinnati, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kansas City because I feel like more people in general would move to Kansas City than Cincinnati, and it seems like a place that is kind of becoming a little cool, little hot spot, like of the South, like Midwest South, whatever you know, kind of like the Nashville. I feel like a lot of people are going to Kansas City for some reason. Maybe I, it's just my friends. Maybe it's yeah. business related, but I feel like it's a city that more people are going there for commerce. So I'm gonna okay. go with Cincinnati. Sure, I'll go with you too. I have no idea. I'm gonna go with that for fun as well. The last one's fun. This one's a lot harder because we haven't been to either city. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I was. I guess Cincinnati. You could say it's very, very close to the Kentucky Derby, like really, really close, like a two-hour drive. So that's kind of like the Cincinnati area. I'll go. I haven't given Cincinnati that's, that, anything. That's an activity. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna that's give. It's not fun. I guess. But you Kentucky said bars Derby. and restaurants in the cities, but you literally said. Yeah, last you're right. You're right. I did say that. I had a friend. I have a friend who's been to Cincinnati, and he said he had a lot of fun. I'm going to Cincinnati. That's not true. I know your friend that went to Cincinnati. He's my friend, too. And he said there was nothing there other than the soccer game that was going on. Yeah, it was really boring. Was... And then he said it was very boring at the bars after. I'm surprised there's not many people going out. And he never went back because whoever he went there to meet, he didn't even like. I know yeah. the story. So, okay. Well, I don't know. I just wanted to give Cincinnati some type of love. We did. We gave them people. Did we? Okay. We gave them people. Okay. Then sure. Kansas City. This guy making lies. He did not. I know that friend, George. Are you lying to the people? I'm a liar. Whatever. I was just trying to give Cincinnati some love. We got a friend. He he's, he says that as if we're not brothers. And I don't know who he's talking about. I got a friend in the He said he loved it. I'm pretty sure he, I he said he loved it. He said he, he got drunk like he usually does. And he had fun. Yeah. He, we do that <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Come on. Don't lie to the people. All right. Really, who's going to win this game is the big question of the day. And uh, I'm going to start by saying this, George. Everybody is, including myself, a little too high on the Cincinnati Joe Burrow train. Towards, I think we might have frozen for a second. Yeah, we froze. The, that was when it was going on. Everyone, what I was saying was everybody loves Joe Burrow. Everyone loves the Bengals. And the disrespect towards Patrick Mahomes is getting a little 
out of hand because everyone's like, oh, Burrow's better than Mahomes. And Mahomes, Mahomes is, you know, going to lose two years in a row to Joe Burrow. Okay. Well, I'm one of those people also. And I'm, I'm just admitting that the disrespect's getting a little out of hand as if Kansas City hasn't pretty much run through the AFC the last few years with the exception of the one loss to Joe Burrow in the playoffs. But I still feel like it's going to happen again. I think Joe Burrow's going back-to-back years to Arrowhead. And what do they call it? Burrowhead is what his teammates call it. Yeah. They're going back to Burrowhead, and they're going to win two years back-to-back to go to the Super Bowl is how I feel. And I, I'm just admitting from the beginning it's a little disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. We're acting like Patrick Mahomes is some nobody for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I want the Bengals to win. I'm rooting for the Bengals to win. Before the playoffs, my pick was San Francisco versus Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. But the disrespect for the Chiefs, man, has been so outrageous. You're right. Like It's like they're acting like the Chiefs are some nobodies and the Bengals are just world-class beaters. Um Mahomes is probably hears all this. Like he doesn't seem like the type of guy maybe that's like, you know, oh, I'm taking mental notes, but he probably does, right? Like there's no way he doesn't think like, hey, why is everyone picking this? Joe Burrow keeps saying they're underdogs, they're underdogs, they're underdogs. No one believes in us, but now like everyone believes in them. So I I want to I want I want the Bengals. I'll be rooting for the Bengals. I'll be betting on the Bengals. I'm gonna be hoping the Bengals win. If I was to predict it, the Chiefs win the game. Huh. But I want the Bengals to win, and I'm going to bet on them. So I, I'm putting my money where my heart is, not where my mouth is. Okay, but does not, is there not a part of you that actually kind of feels like the Bengals is the right answer still? Like, I, and I'll I mean, tell you yeah, why. Yeah, the Bengals are favorite, and the Bengals are favorite on the road in Kansas City. Like, okay, that's, that's what worries me, first of all. Why are they favored? Well, Mahomes' ankle is definitely not 100%. Okay, it's not 100%, but, like, it's intact. Does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> yeah. I saw, it was kind of funny. I saw Nick Wright, who we all know is kind of a, you know, he's a he's a Patrick Mahomes fan. He's from yeah. Kansas City, so he's a Chiefs fan. Patrick Mahomes lover. What the best part about it was he, he made a list last week. He's like, okay, I, I've, I've revamped my NFL quarterback rankings list. He went... Patrick Mahomes, number one, Joe Burrow, number two, number three, Patrick Mahomes on one leg. He's like, is there any other quarterback other than Joe Burrow last week that you would have taken over Patrick Mahomes with the one leg? I, and I actually don't think so. Maybe, maybe Herbert could be a close one, but he still yeah. hasn't won shit. Yeah. Is there a quarterback like this year that you would have taken over Mahomes with his injured ankle last other than Joe Burrow? I, I don't know. That's a great question. And I don't know. Like, I don't know how injured it is, right? And it, like, it's not like maybe now after one week and it's like, you know, it's not that adrenaline and blah, blah, blah. It hurts a lot more than it did last week. But uh, man, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL unless he loses this week and Joe, Joe Burrow makes his case. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's just the disrespect for Patrick Mahomes has been outrageous and it kind of scares me. Can people start respecting him a lot more and start picking the Chiefs so the Bengals win? Because I do want to see Joe, Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl. I, I want you to not ignore my question for a second, though. I, I said, I don't know. know. Oh, you want to know. I, don't I still want to know. Who would you have actually taken last week over Patrick Mahomes with one leg? Like uh, Joe Burrow. Josh Allen. Maybe Josh Allen. I don't know. Josh Allen is throwing. He's another story for another day. But he's th he's throwing up some playoff stinkers over the last couple of years. I know, I know. I he's a, li kind of he's a little too protected 
in this football world. Yeah, but still, I because I don't like that whole notion. Patrick Mahomes was on one leg. He leg wasn't amputated. Like he was playing, know, but, he but was, was still mobile. He, he he ran for a first down. He was hurt. It was on adrenaline. He like this was scrambling still. I think he, they inject him in some stuff. Now look, if they didn't inject him in stuff and he's on one leg, that's a whole different story. But he's on painkillers. He probably didn't even feel the leg was probably numb. All right. You called me Mr. Literal earlier in the show. Now you are Mr. Literal. The question was, God damn it, would you who would you take over Patrick Mahomes with his injury last week? I said, jo- I said Josh Allen, and you didn't like that. What am I supposed to do? I didn't I didn't say you didn't like it. This is not a it's not a trivia game. I just said give me some names. You said Josh Allen, then you went on a painkiller rant. The guy's not on one because leg. I don't think it's a fair his leg's point. not amputated. His leg is still intact. I, in think one piece. This, I think the question is disrespectful for people who actually have one leg. Okay. That's how I feel. All right. We have Mr. <laughs> uh Mr. Worried about other people's feelings here. It's disrespectful to people of one leg. And Sorry I to the one-leggers. And I am very, very, very pro, pro, well, not pro one legs, but I am very sympathetic to people of one leg. This guy can't, can't even answer a simple question. Well, I would take only Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes with one leg. And back to my point was, I just... Who would win, Joe Burrow with one arm or Patrick Mahomes with one leg? Uh, always Joe Burrow. Answers all George. The answers for me, the answer is always Joe Burrow until he lets me down. Last year, what he did first and foremost was amazing, right? That whole, the Joe whole Burrow run, no the arms. whole run, the whole run. Let me finish this. The whole run to the playoffs, the whole run to the Super Bowl was amazing last year by Joe Burrow that no one expected. And this year, they actually started off a little slower again and then did this whole run again. And he's going to cap it off the exact same way by beating Patrick Mahomes. In Arrowhead, it's going to be Burrowhead. They're going to rename the stadium after this week. Burrowhead Stadium. He's going to the Super Bowl, this time winning the Super Bowl. And then we can see here with the clear argument. You know, everybody acts like, everyone acts like Patrick Mahomes has won 17 Super Bowls. But after Joe Burrow beats him this, this week and wins the Super Bowl in two weeks, we are going to be talking about guys with the same amount of Super Bowls, but Joe Burrow's beat him four times and beat him twice in back-to-back AFC championships. That was my rant because I just I feel like right. it's, I feel like the I, I I feel like the Mahomes disrespect's getting out of hand, but I also feel like the Mahomes praise gets out of hand. Does that make sense? Do you, do you feel it on both sides too? Yeah, I mean, it, stupid Bleacher Report and shit. Like, like Patrick Mahomes will complete an eight-yard pass off one leg and be like, Patrick Mahomes, mind blown. Like, like what? It was a eight-yard out. It's, it's always, if you watch Chris Collinsworth when Patrick Mahomes is out there, oh, Al, I won't believe what we've seen here. There has never been a man that's ever made a pass this good in my entire life. And then, like, the next quarter, Patrick Mahomes do a spin move. All right, Al. It's not Al anymore. I don't know who's with him. But it's like, all right, Mike, I've never seen a spin move from a quarterback like that in my life. And, you know, his, his noise is like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, Mike, did you see Mahomes? And it's like every damn throw. Do you notice that with him? Every throw, I, like orgasms on the screen. He does. And I have the secret to stopping Patrick Mahomes. Do you know what it is? I don't. Someone fucking guard Travis Kelsey. How in the hell did Travis Kelsey have 14 catches last week? 
Like every, and he was wide open every single time. Like I'm not a defensive coordinator. I'm triple teaming, quadruple teaming Travis Kelsey and telling him pass it to someone else. Who's he going to pass it to? Marquez Valdez Scantling or who's Stanley. other guy? Juju Smith Schuster. Like, Schuster. I mean, like you know how to say their names. I don't know why you're Schuster. No, I know. I can't. No, I don't. Juju Smith Schuster. Schuster. This guy can't pronounce things. It's okay. Yeah, but like, come on, man. Like, guard. Kelsey. They do have they have Kadarius Tony now too. They actually have decent receivers. Like it's actually a pretty decent group of guys. If you really think, if I just you say those three names, it's decent. It's nothing special. It's not Jamar Chase and and you know Tyler Boyd and different things, but or Higgins. Like it's the uh, Bengals have a better receiving core, but it's a pretty good receiving core. But the Travis Kelsey stuff's absolutely ridiculous. I think it was somebody at the halftime show uh, last week, and they were like, "So I mean, at some point, are they going to realize that they should be guarding?" Travis Kelsey. It was when uh who's their backup? It's not Chad Henney. You know it is Chad Henney. Uh, I was thinking Chase Daniels, Chad Henney, the two backups of, of, of our lifetimes, like the two full-time backups of our lifetime. It was Chad Henney, and it, it was somebody on the halftime broadcast, like Chad Henney's in the game. He's not gonna get the ball to these guys you're saying, right? Like Juju Smith Schuster and M- Valdez Scantley Jr., whatever. He's gonna only throw to Travis Kelsey. It's the easiest thing for a backup quarterback is to find a big tight end in the middle. And they were like playing in zone, letting Travis Kelsey have 13, 14 catches. You would think at some point there's a change in direction by a defensive coordinator. Like, how about let's double Travis Kelsey? Like, make make these guys throw it downfield, which they haven't been doing this game, like to, to, to Kadarius Tony, Tony's not going to catch the ball like Travis Kelsey is. So I agree. It's, it was, it was like a little insane and it, and I'm not saying it's easy to guard Travis Kelsey. Like, I don't want to, you know, I'm not I am. I I'm saying it's easy. Triple team him. No, not yeah. me, but I'm not in the NFL. Like triple team him. Like why? I, th- I thought we were about to get you saying that you could guard <laughs> Travis Kelsey. yourself. This I'm is like, PSA Travis Kelsey. I can guard you one-on-one. Let's go now. Go time. I wouldn't be shocked if you actually believed that. We've believed some crazy things in our lives. But Sammy thinks he can stop Messi one on one. Well, you would need to put more preference. You need to more put more of a you know. No, I don't. I don't have to put more preference behind I just, that. I said I could stop Travis. No, Kelsey. more you can context. Stop Messi. I think you could stop Messi one out of ten times. I can t- tap the ball away and go get the ball. Like if he's trying to spin move on me one time, I might nick it with my toe. I'm what? not saying. I'm not saying Travis Kelsey would have zero catches. Do you think one out of 15 throws against Travis Kelsey, you might get lucky and tip it away? Yes. No, I think if the quarterback overthrows it, I, I could get lucky, but I'm not going to be guarding. Tra- I'm not putting, I'm not, but I will if he does. Look, if the quarterback does overthrow Travis Kelsey, I am definitely doing the thing like most cornerbacks do with a no, oh, incomplete and shh after. I'll do that. All right. That's fair. You should do that. You should do that. Well, George. All right. I do think you can guard Travis Kelsey one out of ten catches, so you should feel respected. Um, but let's 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 continue here for a second because right, I want to go back to Chris Collinsworth, number one, because it's just a point I wanted to make is that he does piss me off with his extreme orgasmic groaning noise noises about uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, like oh my god, oh, I've never seen that before. Bothers me. But I'm also bothered by those, including myself, that are causing a lot of disrespect to Patrick Mahomes. Now, I think this is, I think this is a great example of us being extremely lucky. Like we are at the point where we get to watch Patrick Mahomes versus Joe Burrow two weeks in a row, and 
I think maybe none of us should be doing this anymore where we're comparing the two as much. Even I just did it. I just made a YouTube video about it. We're talking about it, but it shouldn't be as compared because first of all, they have a lot of room left, right? Like if we're talking Brady Manning or, or Manning Rogers, you have a whole resume to compare. This is like, I, I would not be shocked if we have like five or six of these AFC championships over the next 10 years. Like I know we have Herbert and Lawrence. Five and or six is quite a lot. I wouldn't be shocked personally. Just a personal thing. How many times did Brady and Manning meet in the AFC? Now are you saying playoff meetings or AF all in the AFC championship? Uh, playoff meetings. Playoff okay, meetings. I totally agree with that. Yeah, because yeah, totally AFC championship had to work out perfect with. Yeah, that's like why that. I was like, mm, that's kind of hard. But yeah, no playoff me absolutely. Okay, I like that you say absolutely. By the way, speaking of Chris Collins with orgasmic things, uh, like your your uh, impression or expression is spot on. But you like I, do, it? I do. It's very spot on. But I wonder, I'm sure someone's done this before and it would be really, I, I'm going to look it up at some point, probably not on the podcast. But has anyone <laughs> used Collinsworth voice and put it over a porn video on Pornhub? I'm not sure if anyone's done that. And if they have, that's very weird thing to spend time on so but but people do weird things on the internet i know i know you could just like oh, oh oh yeah oh yeah mike look at that oh yeah put it fit it right into the hole look at that right into the hole what a perfect he has a viral. lot of words like that <laughs> i know that's what i'm saying that's why i'm wondering if it, anyone's it, ever spoofed it what really bothers me though is that chris Collinsworth groans it's less it's less the analogies because the analogies everyone says them it's just the way he talks that make him sound worse but it's his like ah oh, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, like, like we'll make a perfectly normal throw. Like, I, trust me, I know Mahomes does hella crazy shit. We'll have that perfectly normal just toss, like to Travis Kelsey, ah, who's ah, wide my, open and not being yeah. covered by anyone for no fucking reason. I've never seen a guy play like this. Ah, ah, every time you're like, all right, brother, like just, just, just chill. <laughs> like, take a chill pill. This is getting aggressive. But uh, he loves Patrick Mahomes. What are you gonna do about it? I do too, but not that much. Yeah, not that, no, not orgasmic levels. Well, I said we need to stop playing the playing game, George. Oh, well, first of all, you, you, who do you got winning? I don't even know if we give our. I told you, are. yeah, we did. I, I said I'm rooting with my whole entire heart and soul and love for the game of football for Joe Burrow, but I think the Chiefs are getting too much disrespect. Okay, me too. But I, 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 when I say I think the Chiefs are getting too much disrespect, doesn't mean I don't think they they can win. I definitely think they have the ability to. I mean, the sorry, the bang. I don't 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 mean the Bengals don't have a chance to win. When I say Chiefs are getting disrespect, I just think the line's a little ridiculous. I think it's a little ridiculous that they're favored in Kansas City, even though I, I'm predicting Bengals win. I just think, like the like the Chiefs should be favorites, right? <laughs> like, come on, the Eagles Absolutely. are favorites against the 49ers just because they're at home. You would think it's the same thing for the for the Chiefs. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm going to be betting the Bengals, um, despite me not thinking they're going to win. I'm also going to bet the Bengals. Yeah, I, I want to enjoy it. my day. I want to be, be happy for what I win. So to recap, before we leave this weekend's games, George is rooting for the Eagles and Bengals, and he thinks the Eagles and Bengals are going to lose. <laughs> yes. Tough day. Tough, day. Tough, tough rooting day for George. Uh, I can't our, have nice things, so. Our next topic was if Joe Burrow wins, does he pass Aaron Rodgers? But I think we did a lot of comparison of Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, but I still think we should talk about this for a second because okay. this is our sports radio topic of the day. 
Yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say this is uh, you broke up for a second, so uh, I'm gonna repeat what you said. It is our sports radio topic today. This is our first take, undisputed. Uh, what, what's another one? Uh, uh, those those are good examples. Our is there first any take anymore. Our Great. first take, undisputed Monday morning radio local radio show topic is: If Joe Burrow wins, does he pass Aaron Rodgers on the all-time list? And the reason we ask it like that is because obviously some satire and there's some truth to it that Joe Burrow is going to almost match, almost match Aaron Rodgers resume because I'm not talking about Super Bowls. I mean, about MVPs. You know, what I don't give a fuck about in the NFL, George MVPs, MVPs. You know what Aaron Rodgers cares about? Aaron Rodgers cares about drugs and MVP loves MVPs. Did you see him the other day? He was on, uh, I think it was the Pat McAfee show. He had this whole rant about, I definitely think I could play at an MVP level again if, if uh, you know, if they were to blah, blah, blah and be able to do this. Uh, like, MVP level is very possible if the team sets me up perfectly. And I'm like, you know what? Why are you not talking about Super Bowls? <laughs> Why? Um, here- because I okay, here's the thing of Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think like obviously I don't think Joe Burrow is better than Aaron Rodgers career wise yet. But since this is our sports, uh, Sammy, 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 Sammy. That's like Shannon and Skip. Uh, here's the thing with this topic. Yes, he's gonna be better if he wins a Super Bowl. He'll have been to two Super Bowls versus one for Rodgers. Plus, plus, don't forget, don't you forget, Sammy, who won the national championship, Aaron Rodgers or Joe Burrow? He's not as good as Tom Brady. That that would that'd be a Skip, Skip Bayless response. <laughs> like, okay, very unrelated. Uh, like Same, Tom Brady's never won a national championship. That's true, also. But Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't count because he has he has six Super Bowls. Oh, do we have a comment? This is Pete Chase from the Facebook days. What What's is up, up, my man? Man, long, long time. It says you have to watch the entire interview. We absolutely discuss Super Bowls. Okay. I maybe he did he did discuss Super Bowls. And but remember, my this point is a sports is, radio topic of a day. It has to be hyperbole. Yeah, it has to be ignoring the obvious ones or ignoring other pieces. Just like a sports radio topic would be. Why did he talk about MVPs? But the reality of this question is he really can. And I, I feel bad saying this about Aaron Rodgers because he's obviously one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. But the lack of Super Bowls or lack of even appearances and you could say one's all you need, but like not when you're trying to be compared to Joe Montana and Tom Brady and Joe and, Burrow yeah, and Joe Burrow and, and, uh, 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 all the, you always, you always throw me off. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that sentence, George, but when you want to compare to people, you can't compare to people and only go to one Super Bowl. I mean, like, at the end of the day, for me, Aaron Rodgers, you know, like there's guys like Drew Brees where you win one Super Bowl and you understand, right? But you, you have guys like Eli Manning that's won two and Ben Roethlisberger that have won two. Um, and I just, I don't know. For me, at some point, I feel like Aaron Rodgers' career was just overwhelmingly, or sorry, uh, overwhelmingly underwhelming. And there, there's got to be a point where when, when these guys like Patrick Mahomes has already been to more Super Bowls and is likely going to win more and Joe Burrow is going to do it soon. Hopefully. I just think that 
Rodgers has a very good chance to be passed up by a lot of these young quarterbacks in the next five to 10 years. Because especially for me, my list, I don't care about super, about MVPs that much. Like MVPs, what? Okay. If we want to go through MVPs, the MVP of the NFL should have been Tom Brady for 15 years straight. If you want to go through like NBA MVPs, LeBron James would have, and Steph Curry would have been the only MVPs for the last 15 years. Yeah. Like, I just think at the end of the day, is the, Aaron Rodgers closer to Drew Brees or Tom Brady? Closer to Drew Brees. Is he closer to Drew Brees or Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. Okay. So Peyton Manning won a second Super Bowl. Won a second Super Bowl. Uh, when he wasn't really like the reason they won the Super Bowl. Is Aaron Rodgers on the Mount Rushmore of NFL quarterbacks? Next on on the Sports on Tap podcast. I don't know. I can't answer that, but he's close. I yeah. just think I would love to see him win again if he really wants to cement himself as one of the top ever, but we're going to have to find out. I think Joe Burrow really has that chance, and I want to go to this comment too because it's actually related. It said, I think it goes back to your goat versus boat argument, which, which thank you. Our goat, my goat versus boat argument is a very well-known argument. I used to talk about Jordan and LeBron, which is a great example for this is – a great you example know, Aaron, of the uh, sports Aaron radio. Rod, yeah, <laughs> sports radio topics. Aaron Rodgers would be more of the boat, the best of all time when you talk about talent, which actually he might be the second because Patrick Mahomes might pass everybody when it comes to the straight talent arm strength. And the GOAT's always going to be Tom Brady. So does Burrow pass Rodgers if he wins? I mean, that's the question. <laughs> no, not yet. But I think... How about if he wins the Super Bowl? I say no either, but I'm just kind of fucking around here. If he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, Sam, Sammy's getting mm, a little... No, little if he wins the Super dangerous. Bowl, he is like another... It's like an MVP away and like another Super Bowl appearance away from already passing Aaron Rodgers. If like he if wins the Super Bowl, though, he's better than Russell Wilson. I'll say that uh, like right now. Okay, this this is getting out of hand. <laughs> no, I'm no, not no, joking. I agree. I agree. But just this conversation is getting out of hand. <laughs> Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl this year. He has passed Russell Wilson in rankings already, and he's already and approaching Patrick Mahomes. Two Super Bowls, one championship each, plus 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 a national championship, which Patrick Mahomes doesn't have. Correct. Even though it's unrelated to their NFL career, but absolutely. I unrelated. also want to know. I also want to know. Or I, I want I want Burrow as much as I said I don't give a shit about MVPs. It does play into the equation of these conversations sometimes these sports radio conversations. And I would like Burrow to win an MVP once because just because I like Joe Burrow <laughs> for that reason only. And Gamer Hudson gave us an emphatic no, and I want to know what that was about on the comment section. But probably everything we just said. But Mr. Listen. Gamer Hudson, remember this is the sports. Radio topic of a day, which means we're trying to go as outrageous as we can with the, with our takes on this one. And and to to dial it back for a second, George, I do want to speak seriously for a second. All right, this time. I do think Joe Burrow has the, an easy, but easy, easy, not easy as in like, um, uh, not easy as an easy path, like this year to pass an Aaron Rodgers. But okay. I think if if Joe Burrow goes and wins the Super Bowl this year, two more wins this year, he's already at the the Super Bowl level, the Super Bowl level, as uh, as Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow is still young. He has another 10, 15 years to play. If he can garner another Super Bowl appearance or another Super Bowl or get an MVP or two, he has a 
very like I guess open pass for the next 10 years to pass Aaron Rodgers pretty emphatically, right? Like and and that's the unfortunate reality of Aaron Rodgers' career is that they've always come up short in NFC championship games and lose by field goals and in, in the second like the last 10 years of Aaron Rodgers' career, they've always been in it. They've just yeah. happened to lose a game or two away from the Super Bowl yeah. every single year. It's not like he's had disastrous seasons or anything. No, no absolutely. Um, speaking of that, I don't know why I thought about this now, though. The Joe Burrow like thing, right? So Joe Burrow's approval rating, I'd say, is pretty close to 100%. I haven't really met anyone who's like, hey, what do you think of the Joe Burrow guy? Like, oh, he's a dick or oh, he's an asshole or oh, I don't like him. When will that turn? Because like Patrick Mahomes, like now is his brother, right? And people are like, oh, fuck his brother. And like, there's always something going on. Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. Oh, he's he um he's kind of goofy. And Tom Brady. Oh, Manning doesn't really get any hate. Yeah, no, he did. Remember when uh, they tried to say he's sex assaulted someone and then it turned out he didn't. Would he Peyton Manning? The Peyton Manning. Yeah, he like mooned a girl in college. And then she tried to come back like 30 okay, years. I think that's a little different though. Yeah. Uh, and then Peyton Manning then, didn't get much hate. Let's be honest. Peyton Manning didn't get much hate. He's the closest person to not getting any hate ever. But yeah. when, 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 when will uh, uh, Pete Chase said some people don't like Burrow. I've never met one person who's like, yeah, fuck Burrow. Unless maybe you're an Alabama fan or something. No, I think some people find him extremely cocky. Like last week when he did the like, uh, send those refunds. <laughs> Which by he the way, do you, that. You, Remember he said, yeah, send those refunds. And you do have to like actually sell tickets early. Like people need to know if they can travel and get the game. So like, I understand why they sold tickets. I, I agree. Uh, I just think, you know, I think people dislike these other people for more reasons. Here's a great example, another comment. And for those listening, for those listening on the podcast version, we're live on YouTube um, at the Sports on Tap. So always go youtube.com slash the Sports on Tap if you want to see us live when we're doing this, if you're listening just on the audio version. Um, Gamer Hudson said what we've pretty much been saying. Rogers is just annoying on and off the field. His Entire attitude is def- deflection and diva. Not even his own family likes him, which is un- the sad truth. unfortunately the truth. Uh, not to be a hater of Aaron Rodgers that badly, but it's unfortunately the, the truth. It's not even his family likes him, and it's a problem. Um, but I don't, I don't think there's many other guys that get as much hate as that. Like, okay, Tom Brady gets made fun of, you know, now like, oh, his wife left him because of football, like, which more sad than anything and then you know manning was like a one one off it seems like but like i don't know it's no one's ever going to be like like the the air rogers level of hate yeah oh never yeah right like who else has ever been that maybe ben rossberger because like of his like allegations too were actually a little more serious deshaun watson Okay, Deshaun Watson. So, but I mean, but I'm not putting him in this conversation. Yeah, this is a different level. This is crime versus dick. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, we got another, another gamer. Hudson also said maybe Big Ben a couple of years. Yeah. So that's true. Um, but, yeah, what's our? <laughs> I feel like this is the Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers podcast because if yeah, you do yeah. look at our uh, next topic. <laughs> It's Aaron Rodgers. I might got to skip these. Someone to come to I'm just like laughing. Like, what's that? oh shit? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what's oh Joe Burrow. Yeah. Well, here here we go. I'm gonna read this comment, and we can. I'm gonna skip over to question five we had just really quick. Okay. Okay. 
Duality Unlimited, a.k.a. Pete Chase, on our YouTube comments said, I like Aaron Rodgers, but I don't like how he handles certain situations, particularly the Devontae situation. I thought after last season, we were past this offseason nonsense. Now, one of the main reasons a lot of people get annoyed with Aaron Rodgers is because of his off is is you know off the field, his comments, the way he talks about people, the way he, even on field sometimes the way he rolls his eyes. Me and George posed a question to you: Who are the most in, <laughs> who are the what most is, annoying athletes is, of our what lifetime? What a segue! Yeah. What well, a segue! Most Sammy. annoying athletes of our lifetime: Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. News. Well, who are the most annoying athletes? Okay. Uh, and the reason I'm, we brought these up is Aaron Rodgers. We don't have to explain, right? Yeah. No, no, you don't. I mean, it's obvious why. And right? Russell Wilson. All right. You can go ahead. Russell Wilson is just the biggest cornball. Annoying. I'm not saying bad people here. It's just annoyance factor. So, Sammy, it made me want to ask you this very important question. You have a six-hour road trip, let's say Phoenix to L.A., and you have to choose one person to be your passenger, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Who are you taking? Um, I would say Aaron Rodgers, actually. Easy. Okay, I, I, I agree. At least, first of all, he's going to do something crazy. He might take some drugs. Uh, he might be fun. He might offer you drugs. I don't do drugs, but like, at least he's going to be fun and talking about theories and stuff. Russell Wilson will be preaching to you the whole time and probably be like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Way to hit that stop sign. Way to hit that stop sign. You're right on the speed limit, buddy. Right on the speed limit, buddy. All right, let's go. Let's ride. Let's ride. Russell Wilson would be annoying. I think this is not even, I think this is an easy answer, bro. At least like, I'm not even talking about like, you know, like put aside, like just, just straight conversation would be like, unless you really want, unless you really want a conversation about like religion. Cause I'm sure if you're like really into church, right. Which like I'm religious, but I'm not as like I'm not on the Russell Wilson talk about it level. I'm just saying if you really love religion, Russell Wilson might be a great conversation ride. I'm just speaking in terms of fun. Like at least Aaron Rodgers might be in the passenger side, like downing a glass of whiskey, even though it's illegal. I'm not saying drink and drive. I'm just saying Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers will probably want to take the car and drive after the whiskey too. Yeah, no, I'm just saying he'd actually be a good conversation, though. Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to accuse Aaron Rodgers of being a drunk driver. I know, I know you're not. No one, I don't think anyone. No, that was you, not me. I just said he would be in the passenger seat, having a glass of whiskey, talk talking about life. Like you're making him sound like his Matthew McConaughey. He kind of is. What do you mean sound like? The guy literally is like known to be a guy that sits and drinks whiskey and goes to his ayahuasca trips and will put on his yeah. fucking chill ass vibes and music and Zen and talk about life. That's what he does. Now it comes off as annoying because he's very like conceited and like, you know, his family doesn't even like him because he probably talks about how much better he is than you. But I think at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers, at least you have a good conversation. I yeah, thank totally you. Agree. Here we go. Duality unlimited said Aaron's a fun interview. It'd be a cool conversation. That's a good totally. point. Like, like when he goes on Barstool and Pat McAfee, yeah, sometimes he comes off as conceited like an asshole, but like he at least can have a conversation. Russell Wilson would be like, like <laughs> I talking don't about speed limits and the rights and I don't even know. God, it, oh, I couldn't wait until, imagine with Russell Wilson, it would be all the whole entire time. All right, all right, man, let's ride. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and then he'll like, he'll crack up about it. <laughs> get it? Like, yeah, we get it, bro. Um, I think, no, no. Here's the thing with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's annoying to the media. 
like, you know, when they ask him questions in press conferences, I think he can be condescending. But I honestly think he might be the number one most interesting quarterback to hang out with in the NFL. Like, if you wanted to actually hang out with someone for, like, and, like, sit down and, like, just chill out and have a conversation, he might be the most interesting guy in the NFL. So he's actually not that – he's annoying to the media, but he's not that annoying as, like, an actual human being. I think he's an interesting guy. I think he just comes off more like a jerk. I saw on one of our comments, like – Barry Bonds and like Barry Bonds more of just like a cheater and an ass maybe. Right. But like, he's not like a annoying dude to deal with. And like this one, how about Adam Pac-Man Jones? I feel like I'll end up in jail. So like, I, I prefer not to, you will have a lot. You'll have a fucking good time for sure yeah. though. Yeah. You'll be doing something fun. You'll be at some strip club. Vontez perfect, man. This guy's just giving us the options of some crazy ass dude. Bill, Bill Romanowski. <laughs> a lot of Bengals players there. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Pac-Man Jones, Vontez, perfect. Interesting. Perfect. Interesting name. Uh, I think definitely Russell Wilson, to be honest, um, is a... Uh, I think Russell Wilson would be the more annoying guy to sit with. And he's the most. He's one of the more annoying athletes. And the reason we bring up there Aaron Rodgers is because... I mean, the, the Russell Wilson is because obviously, like, even, you know, Sean Payton's looking at the Broncos job, but there's reports that he doesn't even want to like take it because of the Russell Wilson situation. And I mean, I was listening to like Colin Coward about this. Like he was talking about, Oh, you know, the, like, like he needs to get rid of this office mentality and the superstar with Sierra mentality and all that jazz. It's too much. It is. It's way too much. And here, honestly, like, I don't think he, I'm sure he has interests outside of football and religion. But he, we don't know anything about the dude. Like now that I think about it, he played for the Seattle Seahawks and as a Seahawks fan for what ten years. I don't can't really remember the exact amount of years. I know nothing about what he likes to do other than um, play football and religion. I know nothing else about Russell Wilson. Yeah, well, we do know one thing. I'm going to say this out loud. I'm not going to give a full story. Say this for another podcast. But like Russell Wilson was kind of a dick to us once too. So, Mister Nice Guy is not so accurate. Mr. Unlimited. George and I, for those listening, George George and I did a, if you guys remember Robert Turbin, big, big bicep dude on the Seahawks, did like a charity event for him and his, uh, we're doing like the live stream for it. And Russell Wilson was the guest star. And, you know, we just wanted to like take a picture of Russell Wilson. And pretty much when he came in to warm up, he kicked everyone off the court and was like, yeah. I need to warm up, even these guys. And they were like, yo, they're setting up the camera. It's like, all right, fine. But everyone out of the gym and it was kind of mean to us. Not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. He's not the nicest dude I've ever met. By that, he's not. We're not the first person I've ever that's heard stories about. Yeah, that. not like, the nicest guy. Yeah, just saying. And I, I have to mention, we got a comment from Copper the Whopper saying "Ao," and all I can think of is Whopper, 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 Whopper. Double, the greatest triple, commercial. Bacon Whopper. The greatest commercial of all time. The, the greatest commercial. Yeah, of all time. It's amazing. They've done so well with that. All right, George. Oh man. Let's talk some other football. I'm skipping one of our topics, the Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow topic, because it's just too much at this point. <laughs> Which fan base? I'm going to go to this. Ready? Which fan base feels more frustrated right now, the Cowboys or the Bills or another team? We're talking just NFL right now, but the Cowboys once again fall short. I think they're only one of three or four teams that haven't been to an NFC or AFC championship game over the last 20 years. Yep. I think 27 of the teams have made it except for the Cowboys. And then the Buffalo Bills obviously in the 90s went to four straight Super Bowls and lost all of them. And then now over the last three, four years have been 
a top, I would say what, probably top four or five favorite in odds to win the Super Bowl and fall short in a bad fashion. If you haven't noticed, they've been losing, um, they've been losing like by like 20, losing by like 24, a lot of bad losses in the playoffs. So if we like, if you're a fan of both teams, which one would you be more frustrated? Cowboys or Bills? It's a great question because let's think about it this way. A lot of fans now are what 30 years old. Like what what, what would you say is the average sports fans age? Like anywhere between 20 and 30 years old, right? Like that's like your prime or 15 through 30, let's say. That's like your prime. I love my fucking team so fucking much yeah. that I would die before I'd ever say one bad thing about my team. Like that's the mentality of a sports fan, right? Like between 15 and 30. But these 15 to 30 year old cowboy fans have never won shit. These 15 to 30 year old Buffalo Bills fans have also never won shit. So now the B- B- cowboy fans are like, oh, you know, we got all these Super Bowls, but you never seen one. And you're America's team. And Jerry Jones is kind of been like this, you know, crazy old owner. And you got Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott, you're married to right now. If I was a Cowboys fan at this age, I'd be more frustrated than a Bills fan. At this age. Huh. Okay. I I mean, see, this is a tough one to say at this age because now the question gets tricky because you're right. Because if we're just talking about if somebody's 15 years old right now, you might be more frustrated as a Bills fan. You've seen the last 15 years, like the Bills be more of a like team that's the Super Bowl top five contender from ages 10 to 15. So, I just think it's tougher to be a Bills fan. And I'll tell you why. At least like as a Dallas fan, right? You're in a major city. You have the Dallas Cowboys. You have the Texas Rangers. You have the Dallas Stars. You live in Texas. You probably there's, you can go to all these Luka colleges. Donkage. Yeah, you have Luca. No, but like in general, you have, they won an NBA championship recently uh, with Dirk, like recently as in the last 10, what, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Um, and just a whole bunch of colleges around that are like major universities. Like I'm not saying they're all in Dallas. I know UT is not in Dallas. I know there's, you know, but there's Baylor, there's UT, there's uh, Texas A&M. Like the state is filled with places you can go watch experiences. Buffalo, New York. And I know it's, I said the word New York, but Buffalo is Buffalo, right? It's just Buffalo. I think they have the Sabres, right? And the hockey. They have the Buffalo Sabres, yeah. And they have the Buffalo Bills. But what really matters? Does anyone give a fuck about the Sabres like the Bills? No. It's the Bills. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you have to remember, Cowboy fans are not all from Dallas. They're like the international team. They're America's team. They're from all over the place. Which makes it less heartbreaking. This is my point. Is we're yeah. talking about... Are we asking who's, what, who's more heartbroken a, or who's more frustrated? Who's more frustrated? You gotta be more frustrated as a Bills fan, man. Like, you've had the opportunity. You've lost four straight Super Bowls in the 90s. And now for the last four years, you were one of the best teams in football in the top five in possibility for like Super Bowl uh, odds, whatever you want to call it. And once again, it's just failing left and right and left and right. And I just think at least as a Dallas Cowboys fan, it's easier. I mean, like they have like it's, or I mean, it's, it's easier to have other sports. It's easier. You've had success in other ways. I just think it's so heartbreaking and it's a harder experience and more frustrating to be a Bills fan because you could have had one of those four. You know how devastating 
oh my god i almost i almost like jumped off a fucking roof in college when the seahawks when the seahawks threw at the one yard line no no hear me out i'm still haunted about the one yard line throw by the seahawks imagine losing four straight super bowls i understand but i'm also saying like if you were a buffalo bills fan now right you were born in 93 you didn't see any of these things this has never happened in your lifetime you don't doesn't make a difference no i think it does no as a sports fan you look back at those things george you always talk about there's no offense you always talk about the 90s like mariners or 90 sonics when you were like four it's not like we really remember when we were four no i know i wasn't four i was like eight i remember it i don't remember when before i was born what happened like if i don't I, i don't sit there celebrating the 1979 seattle supersonics championship like i won it yeah, but you know you knew the exact year. Why'd you just know the year? Because I know stuff. Like because I, know, you're a, I also no, know the country was founded in seventeen seventy six. So glad you said the Sonics yeah. because that's a great point. Is as much as that shit was ten years before you were born. Was it ten years? Yeah, it was like eight, ten, ten years before years before you were born. You still knew the exact year because as a fi- a fanatic of a team. You got to look back at the totality as like a San Francisco 49ers fan, right? Do you remember when like all these like 49ers fans always talk about like, I, we have all these, you know, Super Bowls in our franchise, Lakers fans, Celtics fans. They talk about all the success in their franchise more than they just talk about today. So I feel like being a Bills fan, it's like you were this close like 15 times in the 90s, four straight Super Bowls. And then now you keep failing and failing and failing right in front of your eyes. At least as a Cowboys fan, you can be like, uh, we have those banners. Yeah, I actually agree with you. I'm just trying to make that point on the other side because I know it's definitely the Bills. But here's the thing. (laughs) At least the Bills have Josh Allen going forward. The, The Cowboys have Dak Prescott. That has to factor in. Just a tad bit. Yeah, that's fair. But I do I, agree with you. I actually do agree with you about it is the Bills, but I was trying to see if I can make a good point in case argument for the other side. It's the Bills. It's the Bills. I, yeah, I, I'm going to read two of these comments because I think they're a good point. Duality Unlimited. Let's say the Bills and Tony Romo era was the least, it was at least exciting. Jerry's on to make sure winning or losing the Cowboys are must-see TV. And that is very accurate. The Cowboys, regardless, let's say the Cowboys suck. They would still sell out and be interesting. Jerry Jones, if they were like two and five this year, he would have gone and like signed OBJ and like gave him a fat contract just to make like some TV excitement. While the Bills, it's like, first of all, it's frustrating because they've been pretty good recently and they were really good in the 90s and they still have never won anything. It's like, and, and they're not like America's team. Right. So it's just like for the Bills fans, this is such so much more frustrating. Speaking I of OBJ, what happened to him not ever getting signed? The whole season was like, where is he, he signing? He didn't want to sign. He didn't want to sign. Okay. He didn't want to sign with like a non-contender or a contender like a week before the playoffs. Is oh, what okay. I read. I was just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. But he's apparently healthy. But I think because I think it was like the Cowboys were considering it. I and there was that, another and team. the Bills. And he didn't want to have to play many games before the playoffs because he was worried about risking injury. So I think that it makes was just sense. Like, he has a Super Bowl. Like what? Uh, he can wait through this. Yeah, wait, season. wait next year. <laughs> That's yeah. what I would have done if I was him too. Makes perfect uh, sense. But yeah, I, I like, you know, I want to read this one too. I would say Bills fans not close. I see George's point, but for you to be a legit fan, you have to know the history of the franchise. Thank. Hey, I, 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 I did. I did what I was trying to do. I was trying to make a good point out of it. With even by thought it was the Bills, it worked out. That's good. I'm glad someone saw my point. 
<laughs> yeah, someone saw your point. It's okay, but I, I was kind of showing the comment to show I was also, yeah, yeah. you know, my side won, you know, a little, little, little debate, little debate win. Well, uh, I mean, it could, I could, we could have, e- I could have easily just been like, yeah, it's the Bills and not make any other points. But I thought, I thought the interesting angle between like, if you're over the age, I don't know. It was fun. That was a cool, cool, cool combo. Yeah. Good, good story, bro. If there's a team, there's one other team that I think might be just as frustrating in the NFL that I want to bring up. Can I, can I guess? Yeah, I told you it yesterday. That's why you're going to know. God damn it. Because there's two I'm thinking of. Were you thinking Packers, maybe? No, I was thinking Browns and Lions. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm the Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you did bring that up. Yeah. Like, now, the Browns and Lions, we just got a comment saying the Browns, too. The Browns-Lions situation for me is, have they even been good enough to be close to a Super Bowl? No. Right? So, it's frustrating. I agree 100% it's frustrating. But I guess I'm talking more about teams that are like like the Knicks and the Yankees, right? Mm-hmm. Like st- all these New York teams, bro. The Bills, the Knicks, the Yankees, <laughs> the Jets. Oh, my God. There's so many like legendary New York franchises. The Jets are another one. Like you haven't been good since when? <laughs> I mean, they went to the AFC Championship game. Okay, but Sanchez, when's the last but... time the Jets, the New York Jets have won a Super Bowl? With Joe Namath, man. Yeah, like think about that. Broadway the- Joe. The, the like the New York Jets, the New York Yankees have been like 10, 15 years, which is ridiculous for a Yankees team. And the <laughs> New York Knicks haven't been good in freaking 30 years. Like the New York has a lot, but uh, the Bears are one that I wanted to bring up because I mean, the Bears went from having like what the great 85, the greatest defense of all time, and then have never for a franchise that's as legendary as the Chicago bears and the name and the jerseys and the stadium and soldier field. They've never even had a quarterback. Like we've debated this with some people like Jay Cutler might be their best quarterback of all time. Like how frustrating as a fan base is that? I mean, the best quarterback in bears history. It's probably Jay Cutler, and he's like, he's. If you look up frustrating in a dictionary, a picture of Jay Cutler comes up. He's first of all, he's frustrating. Second of all, he's always frustrated. Like you've seen him on his show. Like he's, he's just, he is frustration to a T. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> and so maybe, maybe the answer was the Bears all along, George. It actually could be 1980. No, it's still the Bills. The Bills have never won ever. Yeah, wow. Jesus, dude. They at least, their, at, at the, least people Bills, still talk bro. about them, right? Like, people still talk about 85 Bears. The Bears. 85 Bears. Like, yeah. people still say that. The Bills are like, yeah, we lost four straight fucking Super Bowls. Come see me. Yeah, it's much more frustrating talking about losing four Super Bowls than at least having that, like, uh, like would you Jets, rather have the Joe Would you have rather never have gone to a Super Bowl or lose four straight Super Bowls? Like, if you're a fan of the Bills. <sighs> That's a tough one because, like, in all honesty, sometimes I sometimes I wish the Seahawks didn't go to back-to-back Super Bowls. Like after that throw on the one-yard line, which I'm not one of those people that are sitting here to bitch about the throw on the one-yard line. Honestly, I think the play calls fine. It's a fluke interception. Like if you run that ten times, probably the one time it gets intercepted. Right. I'm just talking about the fact that it happened, the interception, and we didn't win the game. There was almost part of me. I would have preferred to lose in the NFC championship and not have that frustration of the Super Bowl loss. But that's right. easier said than it's easier to say after it's all done. When you win, you're like, of course, I'm, you know, like 
thank God. Right. But like when you lose, I don't know, would you have preferred to see the Seahawks lose on the one yard line they waited or just not watch them at all? I, I like having an NFC championship banner. I'd, ra- I'd rather go lose four straight Super Bowls than never been to a Super Bowl. It's actually like it sucks, but it's a cool story. <laughs> well, we won with four times in a row. It is a good story in a negative way, I guess. In a negative way. And at least you know, right? Because if like you lost in the AFC championship game as a Bills fan, then you're like, I wonder what would have happened if we went to the Super Bowl. Now you know you're going to lose four straight. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so sad. My goodness. Uh anything I'm so I I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the fine people in Buffalo, man. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm sorry. A place that I really would love to go watch a football game. Yeah. Now like now that we've been talking about them for the last 15 minutes, I kind of feel their pain. Yeah, I feel it too. I genuinely feel bad for them. But me too. It is what it is. Uh any other topics on the NFL weekend, George? No, I think that's it, man. This is our second to last, you know, week of football. It's oh, kind of sad. sad. It is sad. It's really sad. I, I do want to say to those on YouTube commenting today, especially Gamer Hudson, Dualty Unlimited, we appreciate the live comments. Uh, turn on notifications, the bell. Make sure you guys know when we go live, when we post videos. That way we can always have people interacting uh, with us live on YouTube. Tell a friend. Do whatever it takes. Send this over to someone to show some love. Those listening on the podcast, do the same thing. Tell a friend. Leave a review. Uh, we appreciate your support. And come hang out with us on YouTube.com slash the sports on tab. Turn on the bell. Subscribe. And you'll know when we go live for these podcasts. And, you know, honestly, I've been meaning to do this on Twitch, too. I don't know if anybody here cares. Because, like, it's this, I, on our setup, I can just press start on Twitch, too. So I might consider doing that shortly as well. That's but, cool. Uh, find us wherever you guys would like. Before we go today, we do want to do our bet of the week, George. And I have a I have big news for that, okay? Okay. The big news for that is for those listening, if you're in one of the yellow states on Price Picks, if you look at Price Picks map, you'll see where the yellow states are. Um, go to Price Picks, use promo code SONT, S-O-N-T, or use promo code the sports on tap, all one word, whatever you remember. If you're in one of those states, it's legal in places like Texas, California, because it is not gambling it is player prop betting go use the promo code the sports on tap if you're in one of the legal states on prize picks the sports on tap one word or s-o-n-t one word s-o-n-t we're gonna build you guys a prize pick for the week and right now for 99 hours george there's 99 hours left which is what like three days four days 24 48 72 about four and a half four days four and a half days. change one of the Promos is Joe Burrow over half a yard, over or under half a yard. It is it's ninety nine percent off cost. So we're gonna start this bet with I'm Joe. Probably Burrow. going over. Yeah, I'm going over. We're gonna go Joe Burrow over half a yard, George. Okay. We're gonna. I'm gonna ask you the next one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Are we going? Where is he? I'm gonna go rushing yards, Mahomes. What is his okay. rushing yards? Oh, because you think it might be low, huh? Mm-hmm. He's not on he's... the board. He's not on the board. Ah, on okay. Damn. I thought it was going to be a little low, and I was going to go over. Okay. We have, uh, let's see, Jalen Hurts, 44 and a half rushing yards. Under, under. He's a little bit hurt, shoulder banged up. They're going to try to protect him a little bit. And that defense. Okay. I think we should go Gainwell over nine and a half yards. 
He had 35 yards against the Giants the last week of the season and 112 yards last week. Okay, Gainwell. Keep getting those half. yards, bro. Okay. Let me get some like uh let me get some Jamar Chase action in here. He's not even on the list right now, is he? Is he not? They're worried. They know they know what I'm about to do, huh? Let's okay, how let me see. Let me see. How, how many players are we doing on this one? Three or four? Let's do four. Let's do a four. Okay. We got T. Higg. Oh, what about Travis Kelsey? Do you think they're gonna guard him? Dude, I I, I don't want to do Travis Kelsey because like I'm just gonna be frustrated either way. Because if they if we go under, he's gonna go over. And if he goes over, you know, I'm gonna be like, dude, why is no one guarding him? You know what we should go with, George? George Kittle over four receptions. Okay. My name and is George. We'll- do George Kittle over four receptions. Yep. And we're going to go Devonta Smith over five. Devonta okay. Smith. Five, in- five. Actually, this is four because Joe Burrow is basically free. Yeah. Joe Burrow is free. Devonta Smith in the last five games had five catches, eight catches, nine catches, seven catches, and six catches. Averaging seven catches per game. He's at five on this list. So we're going to go Devonta Smith over and George Kittle over four. So we're going... Joe Burrow, more than half a yard. You have 99 okay. hours to, to lock that in, guys. And remember, use promo code SONT, S-O-N-T, or the Sports on Tap. Whatever you deposit, whatever you deposit, you're going to get back the same amount of money up to 100 bucks. You put in $100 on the app, you'll get $100 back uh, from them to play with free money. Joe Burrow, over half a yard. Jalen Hurts, under 44 and a half rushing yards. Kenneth Gainwell, more than nine and a half. Devonta Smith, more than five catches. And George Kittle, more than four receptions. Love it. Your play of the week. I have it screenshotted for if you're watching this on a YouTube video, it'll be on the screen. <laughs> I love it. That's a good one, actually. No, it's a great one. I really like that one. I'm a big fan. All right. We're playing that, baby. Let's do it. Love it. Love making right. so many prize picks. Let's do it. For real. No, this is this is gonna be a this is gonna be very good. This is gonna be a big win. Promo code sports on tap. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Right. Oh, yeah. I think that's right. it. I'm just excited for some football this weekend. A little bittersweet, but uh, what what can you do, really? Man? It is, unfortunately. Makes me sad. Don't be sad, man. We'll be okay. We'll make it through Thanks. this. Kind of. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is the Sports on Tap. Find us everywhere at the Sports on Tap. That's at the Sports on Tap on all platforms. I'm Sammy on Tap. I'm George on tap, aka George Arjour, aka Big Brother, aka what you say, Serious Stallion. Stallion. And you know what we like to say, George. Well, for some reason, I couldn't hear George on that. It all broke up, but he said, thanks for stopping by. Can you hear me, George? I can't hear you very well. Okay, now we can hear you too. Just say it. I got to end the pod with a thanks for stopping right. by from George. All right, let's, wait, wait, let's do that again. One more time, one more time. You know what we like to say? Thank you for stopping by. Peace.